All right, we're back for another Father Son Podcast. How are you doing today, man? Good, how are you? Good. This is uh, Jeff Denz and... Forrest Denz. All right, we're getting this down pretty good. 17 episodes or so, finally getting the introduction down pretty well. All right? How was your day today? Good. How was yours? It was okay. I got a lot done, actually. I uh, went to the gym. I taught class. Uh, we did that um, pass that we were working on before I left. I was practicing smashing you. I smashed some of the other little kids, so it was pretty cool. Then uh, I paid anyone twenty dollars. I could pass my guard, so I kept my twenty bucks. Then, um, <laughs> then we, uh, I went to the gym. And I lifted legs, so my legs are like shaky right now, <laughs> and they're cramping up a little bit as I sit here. So uh, hopefully this will be a quick podcast, so my legs don't explode while I'm sitting in the chair. I remember in the podcast studio when your legs hurt. Oh my god! Yeah, as a fantasy. Like, yeah. When I was running around, I was like, ah, screaming. It hurt so bad. What podcast was that? I don't know. I think that was me, you, and Destiny, right? Something like that? <laughs> Something like I that. I was tripper hair in my pop. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That was pretty gross. Anyways, uh, I went to Home Depot, and they didn't have what I wanted. So then I went to um, Value Home Centers, which is a great store with great service. And I found the little snake I was looking for. Home Depot had the snake, but they didn't have the eighth inch, uh, eighth inch wide snake, the one I needed to get down the drain. Um, they carry them; they just didn't have any in. So I got the one I needed, and I fixed the sink. So we have a sink again, and now we can get the dishes done. That only took two days. I tried to clean it with Drano; that didn't work. And then I didn't want to take off the pipes, and it was way back. Dude, I just turned my sound on; it still beeped. I'm not so good at it. There's, the media is different. That's got to be Facebook. I turned the ringer down. Um, so, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought. Oh, I went to Valley Home Center. I got the snake, fixed the drain. Now we, God, dog it. Oh, it's the gym, too. <laughs> it's always the gym when that happens. There's never something cool. All right, let's shut this out. There we go. Now this totally sounds off. So now when mom calls in the morning, the phone won't ring and I'll oversleep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not true because the alarms don't wake me up. I'm awake on time every time. You too, man. You've been doing. We've both been doing really good. We haven't been late one time yet. The latest we were was the first day. Other than that, we've been pretty good. Yeah. Anyways, so the first day wasn't too bad either. Yeah, we got the sink cleaned out. We can uh, do dishes again, and that's good because it was really smelling like uh, Drano in there. And now I got that cleared out, so now our kitchen doesn't smell like cleaning products well like the harsh cleaning products now it smells like better cleaning products and um we're all set oh and i got the um the gifts for mr lenny uh i don't want to say what it is in case he you know someone from work listens and would tell him but uh you know what it is you saw it so we got the gift from mr lenny and now i'm home and i made what do we have for dinner on tuesday raviolis no tacos why didn't we have tacos just didn't feel like it the whole world is shifted because Forrest didn't want tacos on Taco Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do them on Wednesday and come up with a new name for Wednesday. <laughs> we should use the name I had earlier. <laughs> Forrest is shaking his head. No, he doesn't like that name. If you said that in public anywhere, oh my God. Yeah, I wouldn't say that in public. Unless there's a bunch of Mexican people around. Then I would say it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the uh, one of the quotes I wanted to talk about with you. I got three of them. Um, Today we'll start with the first one. A harmless man is not a good man. 
A good man is a very dangerous man who is under control. Who's that by? Uh, I'm not sure who was originally by. Jordan Peterson gave me the quote um, in one of his podcasts. And he quoted it, but I was writing this down so quick that I did not have time to write down who it's actually attributed to. So I don't know who the original quote was from. We can probably look it up at a later date. What do you think that means? Um, I think it means that you need, you need to be able to fight. And you need to be dangerous to be able to get through life, but you also need to control that because if you're not dangerous, like you can't, you will never make it through the world because it'll just break you down. Why would that make you good though? Being dangerous? Why would being dangerous make you good? Yeah. If, being... if the harmless man and the guy that's dangerous do the same thing, what makes him good? Being dangerous often entails. Being a more sturdy person, a harmless man, it's just a normal person. A lot of normal people at this point are Talk not. Talking to the mic, please. And a lot of people, that, <clears throat> and a lot of normal people that are harmless today, aren't really like strong people most of the time. So I think it's just, I think kind of dangerous is not willing to give up, and like maybe not. As in a fighting sense, but dangerous as in, like, won't give up and, like, you're just a really hard worker. So I think maybe that's what the quote is about. I think you have the dangerous part down pretty well. I don't think it has anything to do with fighting, although um, the ability and the fear not to fight would definitely play into it. I think you need to expound on why, what makes that good and what makes it not good, what makes a harmless man not good. Well, a harmless man in this context would be somebody without those qualities, somebody who's not willing to just keep moving forward, um, somebody who, like, will keep moving forward no matter what. It's kind of, when, you can't, when you're not able to do that, you'll never be able to move beyond just where you are, and you'll never be able to do what you want to do and get past the barriers. Mm-hmm. I kind of took this quote as... I don't know, almost a personal responsibility quote. It kind of it kind of resonates with me, almost like uh, it's better to be um, a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. It's better to be a what? It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. He's got a puzzled look. Are you putting the pieces together? I'm confused. That's an old saying. But like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because a warrior in a garden would be useless. A gardener in a war would be useless. Why would a warrior in a garden be useless? Why can't a warrior be able to garden? A warrior, I guess. It's a very. I guess in the context of the way that we're using this quote as in dangerous, it's good because like he'll have a have a beautiful, plentiful garden, and the gardener in this case being the weak man. Yeah, so I guess that makes sense. It makes sense because it's better to be a warrior, have the ability to fight and protect yourself, and not need to use it so you're working in a garden 
then be a gardener that has to fight that's not going to win. So that's kind of where the uh, origin of that quote came from. I'm pretty sure it's very old. And so it's kind of like a fight against life? No, it's it's the better to be well-trained and able to protect yourself and not have to than just be a gardener and not be able to protect yourself and have to. Yeah. So it's like um, it's a call to always be able to defend yourself. And that's kind of how I see this, this quote, except this is even a little bit more deep. Uh, a harmless man is not a good person. Uh, is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who is under control. I take that to mean that um, if there's two things and you're both uh, doing it, um, the harmless man has no choice but to follow the rules and do what he needs to do. So he doesn't really have a choice. It doesn't really make him good, right? He's just following the rules because he's scared or he has to. Um, a good man is who is very dangerous, who would be a good fighter or able to verbalize what he wants or has a strong um, trait where he could be very disagreeable and just control an argument or get things changed his way or he has a lot of power but is under control and still follows the rules is a good man because he has a choice whether to be good or not to be good and he chooses to be good. Yeah. So that's how I interpret this. It could also be interpreted as, um, you know, uh, like to a, a battle quote or in wartime, um, a harmless man isn't good because um, he follows whatever they tell him to do and he won't stand up for his rights or, or stand to fight for anything. But a good man will, and a good man won't go too far. And... That, you know, he can stand and he can fight for what's right and protect the town and still not become a bad person. And um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a deep quote. I was kind of interested by it. And um, I think it kind of relates to you in the martial arts. I want to make sure that you grow to the point where you're very comfortable defending yourself. So you're not afraid of anyone. You're not intimidated by anyone physically. Um, and hopefully it that develops in you the confidence to stand up for yourself for what's right. And me watching you grow up, I've seen that over and over again. When you step to Dakota, um, when you guys were fighting, you didn't care how big Dakota is. You're willing to stand up to him, right? Yeah. Even though he's bigger, he's stronger, you're probably smashing to the ground, you're willing to stand up to him. Which is different than when you fought that kid in the ring and you folded, right? When that kid beat you up and you kind of quit on yourself. I don't think that would happen today. I think if you fought someone that was that much superior from you at that point to, you know, like how bad you were and how good he was, right? If that skill differential was transposed in, because now you're way better, you would have beat him up. If you guys fought today and he was the same as he was then, you would win. You'd beat him up, right? But now, I mean, he'd be that much better as much better as you got better. So if you used to fought now... He'd still beat you up because he'd be way better, right? But I don't think you'd fold in the corner. I don't think you'd be upset. I think you'd just keep biting down your mouthpiece and keep fighting. I really 100% honestly believe that. Because I don't see any cowardice in you. I see spots where you have a little bit low self-confidence. 
or spots where you get frustrated with yourself because you can't learn or spots where you get frustrated with the emotions that come up with you. But I don't see fear in you. And that's something that makes me really proud of you, dude. I'm glad I don't see fear in you, right? You're not scared to stand up for what's right. You never, you've never been scared to stand up for what's right. But now you're not scared to stand up to anybody either. You stood up to me and mom sometimes too, right? You're sometimes. not, you're not scared to, to say what you think is right, whether you're right or wrong. <laughs> like you think you're right, so that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Because everyone's perspective is different. Your right is different than my right. My right's different than mom's right. Mom's right's different than your right. So it's like a big circle, right? Or a square, because there's four of us. <laughs> but you, you're willing to stand up for what you believe in, man. And that's really powerful. And I attribute that, number one, to mom um, being very tough. And she argues very hard with you. And she argues and... It's a very good teaching, and she has really good morals. You know, between the arguing and the morals, it's made you a very, very strong person, I think, right? Because you know when you're wrong, mom's going to call you out on it. And you know that when I'm wrong, mom's going to call me out on it, you know? Like, when she sees something that she thinks is wrong, she's going to call you out on it. And that's a great example for you because uh, you kind of do the same thing. But you kind of, you took that from mom... And then you took from me the the part about being agreeable and um, not really liking conflict too much. But you still have the mom part in you where you, you kind of like, you like you merge the two of our personalities together. And it works very well for you, I think. I don't know. What do you think about that? I don't know. I, you, I think you're always fighting for something right like mom is, right? Like, she fights more than I do. Sometimes I see wrong things. I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't care. But mom won't do that. Mom will always stand up for it, right? And you're like that, too. You're a real stickler for the rules. And you're not afraid, you know? Mom's not afraid of nothing either when she's uh, fighting for what she believes in. And you get that. Maybe you get that from her more than me. But uh, I hope you get You keep your morals, and I hope you... You're never scared to stand up for yourself because for a long time I was bullied as a kid and I was scared to stand up for myself. It took me a long time and a lot of training for me to be able to uh, stand up to people. Um, even now, sometimes I feel intimidated. Like when people walk up to me, like I'll be scared. I'll be like, oh man, this, what if this guy beats me up? Or, and then like it takes a second for my brain to click in. Like, what are you thinking, dude? You train every day for a living. You're a professional fighter. This guy looks like he drinks beers every day, you know? You're going to you'd smash this guy. You know, but sometimes it takes my brain a second to catch up because I exude a lot of confidence, but it's not always really confidence. Um some of it's just show, but deep down I used to not believe in myself, but I believe in myself now. I do. I know I could stand up to anybody that I need to. And even like Pat Mix, Pat Mix will whoop my ass, but I'll stand up to him. You know? It don't matter. He's, a, he's the toughest guy I know, and I would still stand up to him. And I know the same thing that I think you'd stand up to the toughest person you know, too. Which is probably Pat Mix. <laughs> and we probably last about the same amount of time. <laughs> uh, did we talk about Rocky? No. Uh, that we just talked to mom on the phone, right? We didn't talk on a podcast about Rocky. No. Sometimes my memory's not so good. Anyways, we were about to come in here and do the podcast, and uh, Forrest was upstairs watching Rocky, and I was downstairs finishing my food. Um, I came up, 
and he's watching a fight scene in Rocky Two with the Apollo scene, and um, we ended up both watching a fight scene in Rocky Two, and then we were uh, shadow boxing for a little bit. So uh, podcast was a little bit late, and we're gonna have to cut it a little bit short. But I think we hit everything we want to talk about. Yep. Yeah, that was a good one. I like uh, I like talking to you about deep stuff. Pretty soon you'll be talking to me about deep stuff, and I'll be like, uh, okay, I don't know, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. What do you want to talk about now? Uh, I mean, tomorrow, not now. What do you want to talk about tomorrow? No trivial jobs or bad kids? What do you think happens uh, with their experiences? No trivial jobs. No trivial jobs tomorrow? All right, tomorrow's no trivial jobs. And there's going to be Taco Wednesday? Right. Maybe. We're not eating dinner here, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're eating at Dr. Kroll's. <sighs> Tomorrow's Dr. Kroll's, so whatever he makes, we're eating for dinner. <laughs> I forgot that we're going there. I forgot tomorrow's Wednesday, to be honest. I keep thinking today's Monday and tomorrow's Tuesday. I'm a mess. All right, well, the sink's fixed. Dishwasher's running. Socks are running. And we're running, too. Have a good night. I love you, Forrest. You're supposed to say I love you too, Dad. Say it. Say it now. I love you too, Dad. Oh, I love you, man.